the Get Up and Get Going South Coast, it's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang, it's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in third and final hour of the program here on Tuesday morning. And a reminder again, if you are heading to Providence, well, you're going to want to take a pretty big detour. If you are coming from the South Coast, I guess that's not a fair way to put it since the South Coast includes Fall River and Points West. But if you are coming from east of 24, you're going to want to take Route 24 to 495 and then down 95 and get into Providence that way. I know it seems longer. Maybe take 44, maybe take Route 6. There's other ways, alternate routes. But you want to take an alternate route because the Washington Street Bridge is closed on the westbound side. So if you get to that point, they're going to put you through a detour down that way that's probably going to be even more backed up and make you take longer to get there. So this is because they discovered that one of the ni- original 1960s components of that bridge is failing and uh, they have to replace it. It's going to take a couple of months to do that. And they are going to redirect some traffic there to make it so that both um, directions of traffic can utilize the eastbound side of the bridge. But for right now, they can't do that. So you've got you've to avoid the bridge if you can. Well, you've got to avoid the bridge either way if you're heading into Providence. But you might want to just avoid getting into that whole area and go around. So that's, we'll keep you up to date on that, but that's a huge, huge traffic nightmare for those heading into Providence. So if, you've, if you're waking up and you've got a flight to make, a TF Green, don't dawdle. Don't waste time. Get going. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Okay, excellent. Yourself? I'm doing all right. What's I'll- on your mind? Um, Lindsay's restaurant. Did any other restaurant go in there since they closed? Uh, in Lindsay's? Yeah. Yes, there's a new restaurant called Town Tavern and Tap that's going to be opening up uh, pretty much any day now. They're open. They're hoping to open up this week. Oh, that's great. I miss the old Sandy's. Oh, yeah. Sandy's was fantastic. You couldn't... I mean, I've had clams everywhere and none will compare to Sandy's. Yeah, we went there for years and uh, I was in a booster seat for Christ's sake, but, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. Right, a, you're, you're excellent. Love your show. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. You have a great yeah. day. It's, a, it's amazing to me that nobody has really moved into that Sandy's location, at least the last that I checked. Um, it's probably been a little while since I've gone up the hill, um, but I haven't heard about anything going in there. And it's, it's surprising because you would think that that would be a location people would be jumping all over, especially as they have expanded that plaza in front of it. So what used to be some outlet stores, Levi's, Liz Claiborne, uh, I'm trying to think of what else they had in there back in the day. But now it is, there's a Starbucks there, a PetSmart. Um, they put something else in there just recently. So you would think that that might be an area that would draw in some more traffic and that a restaurant would do well up there. But I don't know, maybe the People that own Sandy's just aren't ready to sell the property or 
Maybe the asking price is too high for the land. I don't know. It's right there at the base of the bridge. Maybe, maybe they're reluctant to do anything until we know what's happening with the future of, of the bridges. But the Town Tavern and Tap is going into the former Lindsay's. Uh, this is a restaurant. I wrote an article about it. And the gentleman who owns it has a couple of other locations, including one that's a treehouse in, uh, I think, Duxbury. But the menu is uh, pretty eclectic, but he said he's going to have a lot of the the same things that you'll find at his other locations, but he's also going to come up with some things that are going to be kind of Lindsay's-like. So uh, I think you'll be impressed with what he's got planned for over there. He's been renovating the building, giving it a more modern, more updated look. He was taking out old booths and tables from the diner section of Lindsay's. Remember how Lindsay's had that diner part in the middle? He had been taking out some of that and putting it out in front of the restaurant for anybody that wanted to take it. And they had a sign out that said opening fall 2023. And he says he's going to get it in under the gun. He's going to get it in in the next week or so and be open in time to still technically call it fall of 2023 because, you know, the solstice isn't until the 21st. So we've got a, uh, another, what's today, the 12th? Another nine, 10 days. So uh, that'll be opening up very, very soon. And I'll be excited to get down there and try it. It sounds like it's going to be a great addition to the Cranberry Highway, especially with all of the updates they've been doing to the road down there. So it's not the same. If you haven't been down the Cranberry Highway in a long time, it's not the same. They've got um, islands in the middle of the road now. You can't just turn in certain places, which is helping the traffic flow, actually. Uh, you don't have to stop when you get to the, well, there's no Wendy's there anymore, but it used to always be like you can count on having to stop when you got to McDonald's and Wendy's there because somebody was either turning left into McDonald's or turning right into Wendy's or vice versa if you're coming from the other way. That's been eliminated. And, you know, for everything that is closed down there, there's been some new businesses that have opened. The 99 moved out of there a few years ago, and that was in the old Lobster Bowl building. That building got torn down, and now it's a very modern, uh, very futuristic-looking car wash. And they've got... Um, some other stores that have opened, some other restaurants that are coming in. So it's it's getting a little bit of life back, which was something that people were concerned about when Walmart moved out of there and moved to the other side of town. They said, well, without Walmart here, what's going to draw people in? And while some of the businesses have struggled, D'Angelo closed, Wendy's moved, they had, a, they had that other location opened as well. I don't know how long they'd planned to keep both open, but the east side, the East Wareham Wendy's had some serious issues. If you remember, there were articles about it and the manager called into Fun 107. It was a whole big thing. But now that has closed down and I don't know that anybody's moved into that land yet. I know from from what I've heard from people, uh, Sonic has been eyeing a potential location in Wareham for a long time. They wanted to move into where there's a, an oil change place at the corner of Main Ave and, and Cranberry Highway. They had wanted to move into that place, and they couldn't get the clearances to put in the drive through so they moved on. I always thought they would move into the former Salvation Army across the street, but that's a, a business took that over. 
So there's a little bit of a renaissance going on over there anyway. But we were talking about some of the places that have that have closed down. Um, we have these stories up at WBSM.com. Healthy Bites Meal Prep closing down at the end of the month. Crave Restaurant and Bar has closed down. But there's also the story today about Maven's Delicatessen, the brand new Jewish deli that opened up in Pawtucket just last week. They're already closing their doors for several days, quote, due to overwhelming response and high demand. Now, this is not a first-time venture for owner Jason Sugarman. He comes from a restaurant family. He's opened many restaurants. He's had a lot of success in the restaurant industry. High-end places. But this is just surpassing even his expectations for how Mavens would be. You know what? I think it's, I think it's probably a, a matter of it's something that a lot of people have wanted. A Jewish deli. But also it's a combination, too, of they were supposed to open back in May. And things got slowed down. So there's been a lot of buildup for this. A lot of hype. A lot of time to get the word out. So I'm not surprised that they've had a high demand. And also, from what I hear, the food is really, really good. Maddie from Fun 107 went and um, attended. They had invited me, but I couldn't go. I had a previous commitment. So she went down, actually it was when I was in um, Detroit. So she went down to their media tasting and was raving about the food. Raving about how good it was. And you can see there's always a line of people waiting to get in. So they're going to be closed uh, through today and then they'll reopen tomorrow. And I haven't had a chance to get over there yet, but I'm hoping to get over there Sometime maybe this week or early next week. Because I want to try so much of the stuff that they have, but I think I'll probably go for a Reuben first off. Got to have a Reuben. Got to try some of their Kugel. I'm sure some matzo ball soup will be in order. They're going to have some things that you're not familiar with that you can try, but they're going to have a lot of your favorites. Even if you don't like Jewish food or you've never had Jewish food, they're going to have other sandwiches and things that you can have there. Or they do have it, I should say there. But the um, the draw for me is some of that traditional stuff like my grandmother used to make. Knishes, the kugel, the matzo balls, gefilte fish. The locks and bagels. And they make their own rye bread there. They couldn't find a rye bread to have it be delivered there and be as fresh as they wanted it to be. It would have had to come from New York. So they said, we're just going to make our own. They make their own carrot cake. They make all kinds of stuff there. So they are closed today. They had to close yesterday. They had to close Sunday, but they'll be back open tomorrow and better prepared for the demand. I know that they were hiring right up until the time that they opened, too. So they might have just needed a little extra training for some folks, too. Uh, also, just as a note, it is a Jewish deli, but it is not a kosher deli. They are not kosher. So if that matters to you, just keep that in mind. I know it matters to, to some folks, but I'm looking forward to trying it out.
And to not have to go all the way to Foxwoods to have a Jewish deli experience. 508-996-0500. They, oh, they do have the egg creams, too. i got to try an egg cream when I go there. 508-996-0500. That is the number to reach out and share your thoughts. You can also send app chat messages via the WBSM app. Game Changer and a Kushnet sent in an app chat message saying, it does not appear that prosecutors do much to hold folks accountable who are arrested for smuggling drugs into local jails and prisons. Thanks to New Bedford Light for exposing this issue. And there really is. There's a big expose at newbedfordlight.org written by Anastasia Lennon and Arthur Hirsch where they look at the problem of drugs coming into the Bristol County House of Correction and the Ash Street Jail. And it's, I'm sorry, it was uh, Eleanor Bianchi and, and Arthur Hirsch. Sorry. Sorry, Eleanor. I didn't mean to not give you the proper credit there. But it's under the title Jailhouse Drug War. A fatal overdose tells the story of how drugs get into jail and how investigators try to stop them. And then they also have a companion piece here. Six stories of drug smuggling behind the jail walls that Arthur wrote. About how they're being, you know, just one way, being thrown over the wall. And there's a a show on Paramount Plus, a great show, called Mayor of Kingstown. And, you know, that talks about about the drug deal, uh, the uh, drug industry inside of the jail. Because it's a town that has multiple prisons. And that's kind of like where everybody in the the town works. And they show them using catapults and drones and all these different ways they use to get the drugs over the jail walls. And it seems like some of that stuff is is actually coming right from the actual experiences. So I would recommend giving that a read, which you can check out at newbedfordlight.org. I do think, too, as well, going back to the idea of of businesses and and what there is to do, Brock's question is one that always comes up, the one about what else is there to do in New Bedford at night besides going to a restaurant or a bar? And I would take your suggestions on that. You know, hopefully as this, as the train comes in, as these transit-oriented districts become perhaps the the future of some of those neighborhoods that maybe we'll get some of these amenities that people will want to experience. Maybe we'll get another movie theater. I was surprised. I was shocked when Flagship sold its Wareham location to Eversource. And now it's just a staging area for storms. But I shouldn't have been because they closed the New Bedford one. And I would have thought that was doing decent business. Normally when I went there, there was, you know, at least a half a house in every movie. But how great was it to have multiple theater options? Now we have one. Unless you want to drive to Providence or Braintree or Randolph or Kingston. But it was nice to open up the... I guess back in the days when you would read about movies in the newspaper, open up the newspaper and say, all right, well, we can go here, we can go here, we can go here. I've written about Cinema 140 before. We've talked about that. There was a time when we had, what, three movie theaters in the area. 
right? Were they all open at the same time? I don't remember. No, I think maybe flagship opened after 140 closed. But what a, what a night that was to be able to choose, well, are we going to go to Dartmouth and see a movie? Or are we going to go to Kingston? Are we going to go to 140? There used to be a theater in Plymouth. That's where I saw lots of movies. I was an Algonquin Heights kid growing up. We could walk right over to that movie theater, which I think only had four, two or four screens. Saw The Karate Kid Part 2, Rocky 4, all kinds of movies over there. Now that I've got that AMC, what's it called? A-list or whatever, and I can go see three movies a week. I'm looking at the movie, I'm looking at the list of movies, and I'm like, there's nothing I want to see this week. There's nothing I want to see. But you only got to go see two a month to make it worth it. Anyway, I'm going to take a break. 508-996-0500. We'll be right back. Let's take a quick call here before we have to go into the newsroom. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Oh, oh, okay. Well, that was sketchy. You'll have to call back. Uh, we are going to be going into the news in just a moment. Before we do that, though, uh, you know, today is nice, right? Today is a sunny day. The sun is shining. It's not too cold, but don't let it fool you. The winter weather is right around the corner, and you want to make sure that you are prepared for that. Whether that be getting some of your windows replaced, whether that be getting some of your doors replaced, your entry doors with new weather stripping ready to hold in the warm air and keep out the cold air, all of that can help. But certainly also replacing your roof is the biggest thing you can do to protect your home and your family when the winter weather comes, to keep the warm air in, to keep the heat in, to keep the snow and the wetness and the moisture out and to make sure that you are taking care of your home the best way possible. Call Precision Window and Kitchen in New Bedford. They're the folks that can come down and do all of that. Even though their name is Precision Window and Kitchen, they do roof replacements as well. In fact, they do them better than anybody. They do them with precision. So you want to make sure that you call them to have them come and take a look at it. Now, before the weather gets too bad, you can stop in their showroom at 1111 Acushnet Avenue and talk to them there. They can show you some of the materials that they use. Or you can go online, precisionwindowandkitchen.com, and set up your appointment for them to come down, take a look, and give you a free no-obligation estimate. So don't wait. Don't wait until the storms come. Don't wait until the damage starts. Call them now. Get ahead of the winter weather with Precision Window and Kitchen. All right, it is time now to go into the newsroom and get all the big headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. 
President Biden is set to meet with Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky to the White House today. Zelensky's visit comes at a critical moment in negotiations for emergency aid to Ukraine. The Biden administration wants Congress to pass its more than $100 billion package for Ukraine, Israel, and other national security priorities. But Republicans say they'll only support the package if it comes with significant U.S. border policy changes. A Texas mother at the center of a lawsuit over the state's abortion ban has left the state to get health care. The Center for Reproductive Rights says in a statement that Kate Cox is getting health care somewhere else. Her unborn baby was diagnosed with a fatal condition, but her doctors refused to end the pregnancy over fears of prosecution. Last week, a court ruled in Cox's favor, but that was immediately paused by the state Supreme Court. The company that owns Sports Illustrated has fired its CEO after the magazine published numerous stories with fake author names and photos created by artificial intelligence. The Arena Group said Monday that Ross Levinson was no longer in the positions he's he's held for three years. The existence of the articles was revealed in a report from Futurism. Google has lost an antitrust lawsuit from video game company Epic Games after a jury in San Francisco on Monday found the Google Play phone app is an illegal monopoly. Epic Games, maker of the popular Fortnite game, has been fighting Google and Apple for years over how the app stores its payment sharing systems work. The company changed its software so customers could pay Epic directly to get around paying Google as much as 30%, and the game was kicked off the Google platform. New Los Angeles Dodgers star Shohei Otani is deferring most of his record-breaking contract. Over the weekend, Otani agreed to a 10-year, $700 million deal to play for the Dodgers, the largest contract in U.S. sports history. The baseball star will reportedly defer $68 million of his annual $70 million salary in an effort to lower the Dodgers' payroll and tax issues. All seven members of K-pop sensation BTS are now serving their mandatory military service in South Korea. The country requires most able-bodied men to serve around 18 months. A law passed in 2020 allowed cultural and artistic icons to defer service up to the age of 30, but the time has come. In sports, one of the top quarterbacks in college football is declaring for the 2024 NFL Draft. North Carolina quarterback Drake May is foregoing the remainder of his eligibility to enter his name. The Patriots are currently projected to have the second pick in the upcoming draft. New England will host the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday. The Celtics are seeking their second straight win. After taking down the Knicks by 10 points last week, the Celtics play host to the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. Boston enters tonight's battle having won four of its last five games. And the Bruins could be without a couple of key players for tomorrow night's game against the Devils. Head coach Jim Montgomery confirmed Monday that forward Pavel Zaka and defenseman Charlie McAvoy are each day-to-day with upper body injuries. The Bruins have won four of their last five games. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Quite a cold start to your Tuesday morning under mostly sunny skies. It does feel like in the mid to lower 20s. As we head into the afternoon, plenty of sunshine. Temperatures will be registering low 40s. 44 is the normal high, but the wind chill, it will be a little bit breezy. It won't be windy. 
but it'll still feel like in the upper 20s, mostly clear tonight. Very cold temperatures in the lower 30s. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. You are listening to the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Welcome back in. Uh, if you are in your car and you are headed to Providence, keep in mind you cannot use the Washington Street Bridge westbound side. It has been shut down because of uh, faulty uh, components. So that's going to be a couple of months replacement. They are going to try to get it so that some of that traffic can be detoured onto the east side. But for right now, they're asking anybody on this side of 24 to take 24 to 495 to 95 to get into Providence. So it's going to take you a little bit longer, but probably less time than it would take you sitting in traffic around that detour. All right, let's go back to the phones. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Sketty. How are you? I'm great. How are you? you I'm doing fantastic. Right. Thank you. You do yeah. as well. Oh, thanks. Well, I'm finally home. So that's a good thing. I'm back in my own place. Yay. Uh, I know, right? Because I have uh, fall decorations in the hallway that must come down because we're two weeks away to Christmas. Yeah. Doesn't feel like it, but we are. Yeah. So I just, I took everything out of the hallway closet. Um, I brought all these, uh, you know, Christmas decorations and whatnot in the house. So they're in the corner. And I was thinking, wow, I finally get to hear you because in Plymouth, it is so hard. It's so frustrating not to be able to hear the show and when you were sending me some of the shows i would get the second episode not the first and i was like i don't want to do things out of order and by the time i did get some of them i had to get go going on you know running around with my brother helping him oh yeah from the from the app alerts yeah it always just sends what the most recent thing is sent after a certain amount of time so like that it just kind of mm-hmm. auto sends like after an hour or so yeah. it's like okay what's the latest thing we can send out okay it's this one so yeah it's not a, it's not a great yeah. system how it sends the alerts no, yeah, no, not at all. But um, it, it's just nice anyway to be back home and hear your voice and, and be like live time. I even brought a radio there, but it's older and it won't pick up on anything. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'll just have to take mine from the house and bring it everywhere I go. <laughs> well, I got a... I, I, WBMS means to me. I got a, a nice couple of... Um, Barry gave me a couple of nice transistor radios that he got from one of his neighbors, including like one that was like brand new in the box. Old 70s and 60s transistor radios. Oh, man, those are fun to listen to. Oh, wow. You know, I found a little handheld thing. I don't know if it's a trans... Like, how would I know the difference? Um, I don't I don't know. I guess it depends on the age, really. And it'll, it probably says transistor on the back. Uh, if, especially if you take off the battery okay. component and you look at the label on the other side, it'll probably say if it's transistor. Okay, because I found this handheld thing. My brother used to always carry it around with him, and it but it still had the um, head like little teeny headphones. 
you know, with the little cushions that go over your ears. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, geez, I wonder if that would work. If that, you know, but I, I have a hard time trying to figure out. Yeah, the problem. Make that operate. The, the problem when you're up that way is, you know, you're you're far away from our antenna, so it makes it a little bit harder. That's why it's a. In that case, it's always best mm-hmm. to just stream us on the app. Yeah. Right. Well, well, it's kind of. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't want to eat a lot of data on my phone. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, but so um, a few things. Um, I wish. I, I know. I asked one time. I had sent something, but that's when you got the new uh, phone system. And what I was trying to find out because Jack is. I always hear him say he's an adamant tennis player, and I was just curious: is it indoor tennis? Is there indoor pickleball? Here in um, New Bedford, because I think like that whoever wanted to know what else is to do. If we had something like that that could just stay open, even you know during the night instead of bars. Well, I, I don't know what time it's open till, but there is indoor pickleball right behind the radio station. The old um, the old roller skating rink is now an indoor pickleball court. So in Fairhaven. Yep. Oh. Well, I mean, because that person wanted to know, like, in New Bedford itself. I think if the mayor or somebody can get that flagship cinema, which I really, truly miss, um, maybe that could turn into, like, something like that. Yeah, I I was hoping somebody Mm -hmm. would go in since they, as far as I know, they left the screens in there and everything. I was hoping somebody would open that up as, like, an independently owned theater because that would be a great place to put on shows. And you could, you know, as we're Mm -hmm. looking for performing spaces, like, that could be for that. But it seems like, you know, it it seems too difficult for people to be able to to run independent cinemas because of how much money the distributors charge to get those films to put up on the screen. Because you can buy a movie theater, but if you want to show a movie, even if, like, you just want to pick a random, you Mm -hmm. know... 1980s movie that nobody's watched in a long time, they're going to charge you thousands of dollars to be able to license that to put it up on the screen in front of people and sell tickets to. Well, you remember during the pandemic down on the waterfront, they put that huge screen up that's all rubber, like, um, not rubber, inflatable plastic. Yep. Like, and as you could see everything on that for concerts and whatnot. Uh, I know during the pandemic, uh, Plymouth did this in a uh, packing... Oh, it used to be a, a development, some kind of grocery store and a few other things. Now it's a livery company, but um, they did right in that parking lot, right next to the laundry mat. They yeah, we, put out picnic tables. I would say we had talked about doing it here. We had talked about doing like a pop-up drive-in over like a, maybe the Dartmouth Mall or right. something. But then, you know, they That's started opening things called. up again before we planned it. Yeah, well, the Dartmouth Mall, they got their cinemas anyway, so I'm sure they'll fake that. You know what would be nice, though, is just... Because of that being that way, wouldn't it be nice to have pop-up drive-ins? Yeah. I mean, I'd, it'd be nice to have a permanent one, too, down here. I mean, you got to drive to Smithfield, Smithfield, Rhode Island is probably the closest one to us here. And, you know, that's always going to be a packed place. The I'd, Cape? I'd love to see one. Hmm? There, there's one down in the Cape, too. Yeah, way, way, way down at the end, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe, maybe. Maybe it's something somebody looks into doing. Yeah, because, I mean, I just feel bad that people think, I mean, there is a lot to do. I think there is at least, I'm discovering more that there's so many things out there. <laughs> like, I'm I'm like, this station for me is like my tour bus. I'm like running here and there. And I heard you use the word hill. The hill. Like, where was the hill? The hill. Where, where- a restaurant was or- you were talking about a restaurant or oh, something? Oh, oh, I was, uh, Lindsay's, Lindsay's, uh, not Lindsay's, uh, Sandy's, Sandy's restaurant on the, uh, the hill behind the, leading up to the Bourne Bridge. 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. Now I'm. Yeah, when you go around that. the rotary there, you had to go up the hill to get to Sandy's, and um, oh. you 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 know you were kind of like right on the approach to the bridge. Now that's that, that's empty. Wait, oh my stars! Is that the um right across from the canal where you all the cart you could see the canal where all the cars park and that that was a little restaurant? Is that the place you're talking nope, about? No, no, this is uh, down at the approach, right on yeah. right on the bottom, the base of the Bourne Bridge. So they used to have oh, there used to be another oh, restaurant there eight. called what Grandma's Pies yeah. and and uh, Shaw's oh. was a restaurant there. They used to have Quintals over there. Um, Oh, Quintos. Yeah, I remember Quintos. And then, um, and then they had they had at the top of the hill was uh, was Sandy's, kind of behind the the old Levi's outlet. Right. Okay. So at least I know. I was like saying, where is the hill to New Bedford? <laughs> no, 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 no. Somebody had called in and asked if. Uh, uh, go ahead. I would say somebody had called in and asked if anything was moving into Lindsay's, and 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 there is, and that's that person also brought up Sandy's. Oh, I'm so glad something's going into Lindsay's. That was a nice, easy in and easy out um, access. Yep, should be open in the next week or so. Town Tavern and Tap. That's going to be amazing. Hey, um, so speaking on all that, did, are we doing a December thing or are we going to wait till after the No, that, probably, probably not until January or February. Yeah, February I think would be good. Time. People just have too much going on this um, time of year and then people get worried about the yeah, weather at night. So, yeah, we'll, we'll hold yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And um, so I was just curious. So WBMS sponsored one family? Yes, we do. We or do our one mini miracle family. One. Okay. Because um, I got an email from 107 and I was like, okay, I did. It. what did I miss this week? What I was, you know, kind of curious about. No, Not they, that I can yeah, make, they do. make They do a different family every day over there for a whole week. We just, we focus on one family that really needs help. I mean, they all really need right, help. Right. We we focus on one that oh, would be sure. like you know too much too much for yeah. to be featured as one of their families. Right. No, I, I appreciate that because I was a little confused. So, I, but you know, I'm gonna stick with what I do with this station. We um, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> and huh? um, so in the meantime, I had to pick up my car <laughs> yesterday, and that's why I was in Plymouth helping him. And then there, I found out, oh, my car's working. Churches replaced it again. Oh, wow. Order. So, yeah. And uh, I, you know, I kind of got, like, I was getting sad. And I, I just said, mm, you know, I hope there are times to try. I hope so, too. So, oh, man. Um, yeah. I love them there. Yeah, I've been using them for years. So, you know, he just, like he said, he's got to use a different guy. Well, Something shady going on. I'm glad they're taking you care know? of you, though. I, I got to hold you there because I got to take a break. Yeah, exactly. Nope, I, I'm, this is exactly where I was going to leave off. I'm, I'm just glad to hear you. And if I missed anything this week that was important, just send it to me, okay? I will. All right, thank you. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye, Bye-bye Tim. And uh, five, oops, sorry, didn't mean to hang up so quick. 508-996-0500 if you want to get in before the end of the program, but I've got to take a break right now.
Welcome back in. Let's take a quick phone call before I have to put in one more break before the end of the hour. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Morning, Tim. Morning. Um, did you hear about that uh, that cow loons what happened last week? Did you did you read about that? Yeah, they've had a couple of incidents over the past few weeks. They yeah. had that big fight uh, right before Thanksgiving, right. and then someone was what stabbed last week. Well, he had a necklace on with a knife on it. Right, right. He stabbed himself. They, yeah, yeah. Uh, they didn't even say if he stabbed himself. They said that he went outside, and they found him dead outside. But uh, yeah, he took a bus there with some friends and his wife and the, and his two kids and. Um, um, I don't know, they, they used to frequent there all the time. And um, well, they stayed open. <laughs> the restaurant stayed open but uh, during that. but um, Just crazy to have two things like that in, in the course of a week or so. I know. I know. It, it's weird. Real, really straight. I don't know why he would be wearing a knife around his neck. I I'm guess, surprised yeah. they let him in there with it. No, I guess it was like a little know. small thing. It wasn't It wasn't like a full-size one from, from what I was reading. I don't know. I haven't oh, really okay, followed yeah, up on it since, yeah. so... No, me either. All righty. All right. Well, thank well, you for the call. Too bad. All right. See you later. Have Bye-bye. a good day. And uh, really quickly, I just want to point out that um, DSY uh, in New Bedford sent in an app chat message saying that the, the D'Angelo's moved into the Papa Gino's in Wareham. And yeah, that is true. But the, the building that it was in is still sitting there empty and uh, still, still for lease. But they did combine the two, which I guess is what they're doing with a lot more of those. Uh, all, all I know is I went in there one day after... You know, getting a haircut and could there was a pizza boy was close, so I couldn't go get my my North Shore beef like I usually do. And I was like, ah, I'm gonna go get a Thanksgiving toasted, and it was just as good as it was when it was in D'Angelo's. So, all right, I got to take the final break. I'll be right back. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for today. Stay tuned. South Coast Now is coming up with Chris McCarthy, and he will have you. And also a little bit later on, Brian Thomas is filling in for Barry Richard today. Barry's using up his vacation time before the end of the year. What a good idea! I wish I had thought of that. Uh, but uh, he's going to be using up some vacation days, and Brian's going to be filling in.